Welcome back to our Total Sense Bite Size episodes. I'm Tom Hensky, and I'm here to help parents teach their kids about money. Today, I'll be preparing you for your next money dinner time conversation with your kids. In this short episode, I'll give you a few questions to help prompt the conversation. Nothing more, just some helpful questions to ask, and I'll also give you some of the responses you're likely to hear. This should be enough to help pique their curiosity about money. You are simply stopping the trend of money being a taboo topic in the household. You're not trying to claim that you're money smart yourself. You're not trying to make them a financial guru. You're just getting the conversation going to open their minds. Let's jump right in. Today's episode is advising them about insurance. In its simplest form, insurance is just a vehicle that we use to cover certain financial risks in our lives. Anything that could be of value, we can insure so that if it's damaged, lost, stolen, we could be reimbursed by the insurance company. Of course, this is a service we have to pay for, known as a premium. And if nothing bad happens to whatever we're protecting, we don't get any money back. It's a little like gambling, except unlike gambling, you don't actually want to win. Meaning, you don't want your property and health destroyed simply for that financial payout. If you take out insurance and don't ever use it, you've won. At least you've gotten peace of mind. So let's get started. Today it makes sense to have a copy of your automobile insurance declaration page because I think you're going to want to use it at the end of the conversation. Let's kick off today's discussion with the kids by saying, tonight we're going to talk about insurance. The basic gist is that we have to insure things so that if something happened to them and it caused us a financial hardship that we could replace it. There are a lot of different types of insurance that we're going to talk about. Step one, let's go big picture. The question you'll ask, what is risk? That's it, what is risk? Simply put, risk is just the exposure to loss or injury. Some non-insurance ways that we like to protect against risk are things like wearing a helmet when we go biking, or even having airbags in our cars. These are physical forms of insurance policies that acknowledge life has certain risks and that we can cushion or otherwise deflect the negative effects of those risks. The next question involves statistics. Ask them, what do you think the chances are of each of these events? Here are the events that we used when we did this with our kids. Plane crash, shark attack, train crash, and car accident. And then you could go back through that list and talk about what are the risks. So for example, plane crash, one in 5,000. Shark attack, one in 50,000. Train crash, one in 156,000. Car accident? one in 84. Now move into step two, which is discuss the how-to. Don't get caught in going into the types of insurance yet, just the how-to. And you'll start that by asking, what is insurance? It's basically something that we use to protect us financially from bad events happening. Then get into this question, which I think is a heck of a lot more interesting. Why do we buy insurance to cover certain risks? The example most parents like to give, what happens if the house burns down? That would be an example of where insurance could be used. Now into step three, teaching them how to think about it. Here's the question. What are the basic questions that we need to think about as we spend our limited budget on insurance? Make sure parents that you get those words, our limited budget, so that they know the budget is not unlimited to insure each and everything that could possibly happen in life. Here are the answers. One, how much would I lose financially if this event happened? Two, how much would it cost to insure that risk? Three, what's the actual probability of the loss? Are we talking about 
car accident, or shark attack? Four, am I willing to accept the risk and not insure it, meaning self-insure? And five, last but not least, will it provide me peace of mind to have this coverage? Remember, we keep saying in these episodes, less stress equals better long-term health. Finally, step four, you get to talk about different types of insurance. So ask them, what are some types of insurance? You want to discuss the two buckets, health-related insurance and property-related insurance. Let's start with the first bucket. You're all familiar with health insurance. Typical expenses that are going to be covered here are things like doctor visits, hospitalization costs, medicine, and even surgery. Typically, the insured is responsible for paying some combination of the premium, copay, deductible, and then the rest is just going to be covered by the insurance company. A great stat to use with kids to help them understand how crucial this is, is that over 20% of Americans struggle to pay their medical bills. And listen to this, three in five bankruptcies were due to medical costs. Next is life insurance. A contract with an insurance company which commits to paying out a lump sum of money to an insurance beneficiary at death, called the death benefit, in return for premiums paid over that period of time. Typically, the beneficiaries of a policy like this use that money to pay expenses that ordinarily would have been paid by the person that died. Life insurance can be a delicate conversation with the kids. I totally get that. However, it's really important for them to know the importance of it. Next is disability insurance. This is an insurance policy which promises to pay out someone's wages if they get too sick or hurt to work. The benefits are typically a percentage of someone's monthly income, and are paid after a waiting period, which I think is like a deductible, for a certain number of years, which we call the benefit period. This money is typically used to pay the insured's bills, even though they're not making money from their job. While most people imagine that disabilities won't happen to them, the statistics really don't bear that out. Listen to this one. About one in seven people ages 35 to 65 can expect to become disabled for five years or longer. Next on the list, and last on the list, under health insurance, long-term care insurance. This tends to be associated with older individuals for services that they may need for short or long periods of time. The services that we're talking about just allow them to continue with their normal daily living. Things like eating, bathing, dressing, toileting, transferring, and continence. These are called the six activities of daily living. Again, this is another difficult category to talk about with the kids, especially if they have a grandparent that might be going through some sort of health issue. The statistic that they need to know, almost 70% of Americans will need some form of long-term care in their lives. Now, let's go to that other bucket, the property and casualty bucket. This one's easy for everybody. Two things to talk about, automobile insurance and homeowner's insurance. The automobile insurance just protects the car owner from the cost due to accident or theft. The homeowner's insurance protects against losses and damages to the individual's home and the assets in that home. You're living this every day, so these two are easy to talk about. Now, one thing I did with my kids that they really had a laugh over were funny types of insurance. Here are the ones that I threw out. Kidnapping insurance, fantasy football insurance, bed bug insurance, chicken insurance, I didn't make that up, it's a real thing, cold feet insurance, and multiple birth insurance. We had a lot of laughs going back and forth at the dinner table until my son said, 
hey, is there any insurance against bad grades? In which my wife snapped, yeah, it's called studying. Now, step five, the how. And the question you'll ask, well, how do you think that this works? Really, what this is, is you're just trading small dollars to protect against a potential big dollar loss. By paying small amounts to the insurance carrier, what we do is we pool the risk with other people that are worried about the same thing. That pool of money is then used to compensate the few of us that are actually going to need it and the insurance company for doing all the work. Each person enters into an individual contract between themselves and the insurance company specifying things like coverage amounts, terms, and the required premium to get that protection. It's important to teach kids that they need to read their coverage so that the expectations are going to be met when it's time to recoup the money. No one likes surprises. Finally, step six, show them insurance in the real world. I love this part. Take out a copy of your auto insurance and go through what's being covered in the policy. Now, I've had parents come to me and say, you know, to tell you the truth, I don't really know what it's covering. No big deal. Call your insurance agent before the dinner, have them go through line by line what you have, and then just repeat that back at the dinner. That's all you have to do. So now all you're doing is wrapping up the conversation with the kids by saying, you've heard the saying, you've got a plan for a rainy day. And when it comes to personal finance, that planning typically involves buying insurance. I hope you enjoyed our episode of Total Sense. A special thank you goes out to Verso Studios at the Westport Library. Tune in for our next Money Chat.